PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. Hello and thank you for joining us on the PDPW Weekly Podcast. Today's podcast is for team members only, and that includes you, because as our guest Hank Wagner reminds us, there are many different types of teams in this world that we're all a part of. So let's join Hank, who has three points to focus on to become a better team member. Yes, you are a part of a team. As a matter of fact, I would be willing to bet that you're a part of multiple teams. If we just look at the family that you're engaged in or or came from or connected to, that's a team. Within that family team, there's also other teams. The parents, the marriage is a team. The children are a team. There's other relationships within that family that create different teams. As our children mature and grow up and become married and start their own homes, they start a new team while still being engaged in the larger family team. You're also likely connected to at least one team and probably multiple teams wherever you work. Whether you own the business or not, you're engaged in multiple teams at that workplace. In your community, you're part of a team. Even without realizing it, even without necessarily holding a position or title, you're engaged in teams. If you're a part of a church family, that's a team. Even if you're not holding a position or title. The community that, that has a school has a team, and you're a part of that team. You're a part of that community team and all of the teams within it. Teams are a big deal, and teams are everywhere that people are. So I want to talk to you today about three things that can contribute to a very successful team. It's not the only three things there are to talk about in having success with teams. And then I'm not necessarily saying they're the most important, but they're important. Number one, there's power in diversity. Now, sometimes when people think of diversity, they think of divisiveness. They think of conflict. And therefore, when they assemble a team, they try to assemble that team with team members who are like themselves. And yes, sometimes it can be easier to to make decisions and to move forward because there's very little disagreement or discussion. But I think there's also a, a very big weakness to that because you don't bring in the number of ideas. You don't bring in the diverse opinions. And in my opinion, a team with diverse talent that can work together, which is what we're going to talk about next, will outperform any other team with higher individual talent but lacking in diversity. Point number two. This team must be able to collaborate and to be able to come to consensus. And there's a few ways to be able to do that better. Number one, come to the realization that it's going to take time to generate ideas and potential options. And it's important to be able to take that time. When those options or those ideas are delivered, they must be delivered and then just just like that, dropped or given to the rest of the team to own. It's not about owning your own idea. It's not about presenting your idea and then feeling like it's important to only sell that idea or defend that idea. 
It's important to be able to put out all of those ideas and then listen to them. To have the ability as a team, as an individual on that team, to listen to all sides, to all opinions. I had a a person who's made a profound statement that we live out in our family and business all the time. It's very powerful. He said, all ideas are good, but not all ideas are good ideas. When those ideas are thrown out, it's extremely important to be able to step back and to objectively look at the pros and cons of each of those ideas and to come to a consensus. Not necessarily which person is right, because the idea may be adjusted. It may become a combination of multiple ideas. What's important is to end up with the best team outcome. It's not about winning with your own idea. Now, if we take this back to our individual teams, if we look at our business, if we can engage the individual teams within our business and help them understand that they can be a part of creating ideas to help our business be more successful, if we can help them understand how to uh, collaborate and come to consensus within their own team, and to sort out some of the ideas that are not good before they bring them to management or to to leaders can contribute to rapidly growing success in a business. If we take it back to family, and a lot of people have this, maybe a misunderstanding that it's a parent's job to tell their children what to do and what to think. And sometimes, I get it, that's important. But the family is an awesome place to model and to allow our children to grow into understanding that it's important to to listen to uh, authority, to respect authority. But helping them learn to listen and to be objective and to compromise and to come to consensus can be even better. We need future leaders who are able to do this. Think for a moment what's happening in their political environment, the team that runs our country. Maybe one of the most important teams as a country. And we elect individuals to be on this this one team charged with running our country. And yet it seems what, what what it's evolved to is one team fighting the other team instead of becoming elected and understanding that their differences and their opinions are okay. And they throw them out and they listen to each other and they come to the best idea, the the consensus of what's best at that point in time for our country. It seems that after they're elected, their sole purpose is to take down the other half of the same team that they're on. Think if that happened in business. What if the milking team every day got up and their sole purpose was to sabotage the crop team? What if the crop team continually let the cows out of the barn every night just to get the milking team in trouble? Pretty hard to have success. Our future, our world, our country, our businesses need leaders who understand the importance and significance 
of collaboration and coming to consensus. Point number three. In my opinion, once a person joins our team, and sometimes we're, we're key in making that decision, we may hire a person to join our team. But sometimes we have no input. Maybe someone else hires a coworker who works alongside of us and we have no input. Sometimes we may be part of an organization where people are elected and we have no choice over who joins our team. It may be a volunteer team where people join without any input from anybody else and we have absolutely no control over the type of person that enters or engages on our team. In my opinion, when that person joins our team, we believe in them, we support them, we encourage them. We're not always going to agree, but we still believe and encourage them, and that's extremely important. We need to have unity and not division on our teams. I had an employee one time, he was on our milking team, did an excellent job of of harvesting milk, yet he was continually finding faults in the rest of his team. Either someone was not following procedure, they were too slow or too fast, he was regularly assessing their attitudes, even expanding into what he thought they should be doing. The rest of the team hated to work with him. He single-handedly alienated the rest of his team. There was constant conflict. I tried to change his thinking. I spent significant time on trying to help him understand that his role was not to find fault in everybody else, but instead to model excellence, to believe in the individuals on his team, to encourage them, to complement the things they're, they're doing good, to help show them a picture of what's possible. And unfortunately, he couldn't change. And we had to move him on to someone else's team. And sometimes we have that option. Sometimes we can send people on to the next team. But if it's a family member, we can't just fire a person from our family. So it's really important and can be really a big factor in success in our families, in our, in our businesses, in our government, in our communities. To be able to understand and accept the diversity on our team to understand and to be active in collaborating and coming to consensus to develop the best ideas to contribute to success. And then as long as somebody's on our team, to never stop believing in them, supporting them, and encouraging them. Our thanks to Hank Wagner, motivational speaker, author, and Wisconsin dairy farmer with Wagner Dairy Farms, and head of Wagner Leadership Training. More details at becomebetterleaders.com. From the professional dairy producers, you are the most important asset on this planet. Thank you for listening and supporting these PDPW weekly podcasts. Brought to you by the PDPW, Dairy's professional development organization. Learn more at pdpw.org.